0: Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio.
1: Well, on this episode of What in the World Are We Talking About in Motorsports, we're going to see how many topics we can hit in about an hour and 50 minutes or so, And they've given me the bell. Oh, they don't know what they've unleashed.
2: Just remember, those who giveth can also taketh away.
1: And, I, I'm in my own corner, thanks. And,
3: I
2: can well, make yes, business. but I could get there in about three seconds, hopping over and, this table.
1: And correction, we didn't give you the bell. Tom gave you the bell. Yeah, Seth, Seth is innocent here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Motorsports Madness. This is going to be a wild show. I'm Jacob Seelman. Can Tom Baker gave me the bell. And Seth Eggert is here from kicking the tires because Jerry Jordan didn't want to deal with you today, apparently. So.
3: Uh, he dealt with me last night <laughs> uh, on on the uh, kicking uh, show podcast that we're doing. Dear Jerry, come take him back.
1: Just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We love Steph. Genuinely, it's okay. Um, and,
2: and here on the Strutmasters Hotline, I was going to I was going
1: to say, that. I think Peter Strata just walked into a minefield that he doesn't even know uh, is is getting ready to go down tonight. Are you alive over there, Peter?
4: I am. I. Uh, what did I hear about a minefield? <laughs> uh,
1: well, they 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 gave me the bell. That's all I'm gonna say.
4: Oh my goodness! Yep,
1: goodness. I, I knew that was gonna be his reaction. <laughs> At least for now. <laughs> So if you've been living under a rock the past 24 hours, we have a schedule to talk about. And that's probably going to be the better part of half of this show because, well, NASCAR basically blew up the regular season and started over again is what it equates to. We have three brand new facilities, two new configurations at old facilities, two racetracks getting second dates that make me happy, and a whole lot of craziness over the first 26 races and then a playoff that's virtually the same. Boo, boo! We should have blown up the playoffs too. But, really? You know, yeah. I'm, I, I I, okay. I, I like the cutoff races. Why? We could have done. We could have done better with all the other stuff in between. Well, as
3: I said, if you're going to change something, changing the last year of the last generation of the Gen Six car. Might as well experiment with things now because once next time you're going to have to experiment?
1: Exactly. We're going to take our first break. We'll get started with all the fun stuff in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I lied. I was going to start with the schedule, but considering the ARCA West point leader brought us into this first segment, I will go ahead and get n- knock this one out right now and say congratulations, Grady, Gracie Trotter. Wow, I can't talk straight today. Dear dear. My Computer Career, help. Yeah. <laughs> this we is a bad sign. Gracie Trotter, congratulations. She is the first woman to win an ARCA-sanctioned event. It was in the West, but... Doggone, that's still cool, she won her first race at Hickory Motor Speedway a week or two weeks right before that, Tom, so the girl's on a roll. I think it was a little longer than a week or two uh, it, no. was about a, it,
3: it was about a month, a month ago okay
1: yeah. she yeah, she was, she, she made it sound like it was a little closer than that, <clears throat> but,
2: but regardless, yeah, it was still a great win she um she did a good job she 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 started up front and she was able to just kind of maintain really Act? I mean which is you know the way to do it.
3: Actually, she didn't start up front. She started all the way back in ninth. Out oh, of the see, 12 the article cars. I
2: read said she started up front. So somebody miswrote because the article I saw said she started. I thought thought it said she started outside pole. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, she she did a good job of of just being able to get out front and stay there. The the, um, the car that that probably would have been her biggest challenger was actually Joey East, a California racer who was running for Nate Motorsports, and Joey had gotten himself to second and was uh, was about the fastest car on the racetrack and then had an alternator issue, loose wire and an alternator issue, and ended up um, not uh, finishing the event, but... um That would have been her biggest competition. She did a good job. It was good to see her get that win. Absolutely. And, you know, again, it shows you there's some talented young lady racers out there. Gracie's been around a while. You and I have watched her. And, Seth, we've all watched her here um, in in the Carolinas area for a good bit um, from, you know, Bandoleros and whatever on up. And she's done a really nice job. So it was good to see her get that.
1: Absolutely. And uh, it it gives us a segue to say that... uh, Another of the talented lady racers that uh, you you speak of, Katie Hettinger, is going to be on Lead Lap Monday night. Yeah. See,
2: see how well I did that? Yeah, you did a good job of that. So, yeah, so um, Lead Lap's been on hiatus for a little while. we we'll bring it back on Monday. Um, and, uh, yeah, Katie Hettinger, who, if you were, were listening to the commercial set we just ran, she's the young lady who does the Victory Custom Trailer commercial. And the reason she does that is because, well, her dad, Chris, owns Victory Custom Trailers. Um, one of our... Uh, big supporters here and we, we love them and uh, they're going to be in town from Michigan next week. So uh, going to drop by on Monday and do some lead lap with us. Um, so of course, if you're um, if you're not following us on race chaser radio on a podcast platform, Spotify, tune in wherever, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcasts um, go and follow us or just keep an eye on the race chaser media, social media. And uh, we're on live Monday night at seven. Um, on the Performance Motorsports Network and also on Race Chaser Radio on uh, our website. And then um, we'll be on demand as well on Tuesday. So um, that'll be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. They're great people. And she, uh, she Katie is a champion who is uh, now a part of GMS's driver development program. So she's going to be working her way up the ladder and uh, we're going to have some fun that night.
1: Indeed. Yes. All right. Schedule. Yes. Scheduling, y'all. And... This is 2021 for, any again, anybody who's been living under a rock since about 9 a.m. yesterday morning when all these things started happening. The full 2021 NASCAR Cup Series schedule came out 3.30 Wednesday afternoon, for those who may be listening to this, on demand. And, well, it's different. It's very different. We're going to go straight from the top down and just hit all— Okay. uh, Well,
2: I uh, I was just going to add that the IndyCar schedule came out today. We're going to cover them both, but we're starting
1: with NASCAR. We're starting with NASCAR. Um, And key point here This is how this is going to work We have a Tom, we have a Peter on the phone And we have a Seth And basically I'm going to let each of them Go round table And talk about each of the new things On the schedule as we get to them They have given me the bell I'm basically going to keep them to Somewhere between a minute and 90 seconds And if we get to 90 and they're not done talking I'm dinging the bell and they're done talking That's how this is going to work i have the power
2: theory in theory (laughs) i hope you're
1: better than chris wallace jacob that's all i got to say i i i think i i think i can handle this And i don't think we're going to talk
2: over each other as much
1: no all right okay here all right so here here's how we're going to go we are going to start with uh, this may actually roll us into this this may roll into the next segment depending but we'll see we are going to start with the obvious bristol dirt jacob's excited Tom is and go. Tom is excited about a
2: cup dirt race. Tom is not excited about the fact that they took away a short track payment race to give it to us. Tom thinks I'm going to stop talking about myself in the third person. It's (laughs) awkward. I think that, honestly, what they should have done is just found another dirt track to have the dirt track race at and not taken away a short track race. Or if they were going to have a short track dirt race at Bristol, give us another short track race somewhere else to make up for it. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm one thumb up and one thumb down, but I am looking forward to seeing how the cup cars do on the dirt.
1: Three words, butts in seats. Seth.
3: I'm optimistic, and the reason why I'm saying it in that way is we're hearing a lot of backlash right now, similar to the Charlotte Roval, which is something else that SMI did a while back, and the Charlotte Roval has succeeded. I think this will succeed, and also it's my understanding that the broadcast partner also had a role in this, requesting this, and like I said before the show, If you're going to experiment, experiment in the final year of this generation car. What else do you have to do this
1: season? Other than get rid of inventory because you're not going to use it next year anyways? Exactly! Strutmasters.com hotline, Peter Strata, Bristol Dirt, and go! Go!
4: uh tom stole some of my talking points i mean i love the fact that the cup series is back on dirt for the first time in 50 years but you take away arguably the best track on the schedule one of its two dates to uh, give us dirt uh i have like, a lot of questions about this event like how will the haulers get in and out of there how will practice and qualifying work i mean when bristol had this couple dirt races 20 years ago there were issues at the surface coming up and having to patch it i have a couple of questions about this event of that caliber, but I mean I'm optimistic and I'll if COVID's on issue I'll be sure to be there to witness it. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, we we haven't gotten that far yet. None of you got dinged on Bristol dirt. I'm impressed. I, I understand by the way. Was gonna I, get just to just to I get the butts in the seats thing. Yeah, it, when, when you can when you can make a dirt race in front of 160,000 grandstand.
3: Yeah, I'm and, just
2: saying, give us another short track race somewhere else to make and, up for it.
3: And if I may, it's not, my understanding not that the surface was coming up at Bristol uh, 20 years ago when they did this for the World of Outlaws. It was the uh, residential and city streets that were coming up with all of the dump trucks going through town, filled with dirt to cover the track.
1: Yeah, I do remember something about that. So how do you avoid that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question, isn't it? <laughs> I wish I had sure. the. If I had the answer to that, I'd be very rich. Yeah. Um, my my two cents is bring it on. No, not necessarily. Let's do it. Not necessarily because I care about cup cars on dirt, but because I care about what else might get. Uh, might get to have fun on the dirt while we're at it because I I asked Jerry Caldwell in their uh, press conference I said so this isn't just about cup cars is it and he goes well once the dirt's down we do need to make it profitable don't we so stay tuned on that
3: and something else that I'm going to say as well Chase Briscoe seemed to think uh, Nashville or not I'm sorry not Nashville uh, New Hampshire would be a good place for them to put dirt So I think that would be interesting as well.
1: Who said that? Chase
3: Chase Briscoe.
1: You don't have a Coke over there. Wow. That was... um, That was you and I level, Tom. Wow.
2: Chase (laughs) Dirt at Loudon. Thought for the day. I'll have to give that one some thought. I'm not sure I'm into that, but it's an interesting concept. It's a mile track. Does he know it's a mile?
1: Didn't they put a (laughs) dirt track in on that property? I... I thought they did. No. There's no dirt track there. There's something with dirt. Might be a little go kart track or something. I think they. Something. I'm I think gonna they, look it up during the break. No, it's no, it's something. So they ran something. I, I, I think big ran, scale
3: on dirt. I think they flat ran track, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think they oh, ran maybe. motocross know, about t- track uh, yeah. twenty twenty five years ago there. SMI no, no, it's it, it, no, it was last year.
1: Oh, last they put. Year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna look that up during the break. Now, I now I need to make sure I because I, I know there was some sort of big event that ran on a dirt surface up at Loudoun last year, and I'm determined to figure out what it is. However. I can't do that in the eight seconds before we go to break, or Nike is going to throw something at me. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more schedule talk right after this.
0: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. (sighs) Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today.
7: Hi, this is Tyler Ancrum, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: We'll get to him later, because there's one last shot to advance in the Truck Series playoffs out of round one, and Tyler Ancrum is one of those that could really use a win at Talladega in order to do so, which, if anybody knows Talladega, is not usually a very lucky proposition.
2: Well... It is
1: for one driver, but for the rest of the field, it's...
2: Well, that's true. I mean, but it's also true that any driver that starts can win, so...
1: Exactly. If there was a track
2: where Tyler would be in good shape to advance, Talladega would be it, because you go to, say, a Speedway track or whatever, and it's harder to win those, whereas Talladega... And,
1: and And GMS Racing has had success at Talladega before with... Uh, Timothy Peters, I know, won one there. Yep. I want to say the race that Grant Enfinger won there was in a GMS truck, if I remember right. Maybe right. If I yeah, remember right. a while ago, yep. Um, Moffitt's always run well there. Yep. Um, Sheldon Creed ran well there last year, so we'll see. Uh, anyway, this is Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Egert, Peter Strata's on the Strutmasters.com hotline, and we are talking NASCAR Cup Series 2021 scheduling. We talked about Bristol dirt in the last segment, and I hinted about other things that may be coming to Bristol dirt because I'm excited about that. More, more on that when there's more on that to talk about. Anyhow, next big thing is, in addition to Bristol dirt, sorry, I just I, I, <laughs> I, I, I just like saying that. It's great. It's catchy. Uh, we also have a new road course, well, two new road courses, as a matter of fact, in, we'll start with the one in Texas, Circuit of the americas in may promoted by speedway motorsports i.e marcus and bruton smith and all three national series tom that is what i call a win win win
2: yes 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 two thumbs up for this move circuit of the americas is i think going to be it may be the best most exciting road race of the year um, and it's going to be the first one on the schedule too. This is a facility in a in a, in a course that I think is tailor made for what the Cup cars are now, and it will be even better for when the Gen Seven car comes out in twenty two because it's it's basically a, a road course style sports car that that they're adapting to an oval. I think this is a great move. I'm thrilled that we made the move Dakota and that we sort of got Texas and Eddie Gossage to not have a heart attack. Cause we're taking the race away from him.
1: We'll get to why Eddie didn't have a heart attack in a bit. Okay. Then I'll just leave it at that and
2: let Seth or Peter, whichever you designate, move on Seth. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, for me, I'm excited for it. I wish it didn't come at the expense of Texas in a sense. And the re and I'm quoting Jerry Jordan here for uh, essentially, uh, The main reason why is Texas was, even though, yes, it's a 1.5-mile track, it was somewhat unique, and it did offer some exciting racing, at least towards the end of races or at night. And that's mainly because of the way they put the traction compound down there. Uh, But that being said, I have not actually been to a natural road course. I've been to the Charlotte Roval. I've been to the Daytona Road Course. I personally have never been to a natural Roval, so Wait, natural road course, yeah. natural, Try again. sorry, natural A road, real course. real road course. Yeah. Real real road road course. Course. Yes. So, uh, Jerry, as I said last night, this and Road America are on my list for next year. Good for if you. If we can go. Exactly.
1: All right. Peter Strada, COTA.
4: Uh, well, they were back during the first part of the pandemic. There were serious concerns about COTA possibly not even surviving period for next year with them losing Formula One for this year and them also losing IndyCar. So for them to get all three series of NASCAR is a huge win for that circuit and everyone involved just down in that facility. And what I like about it is how it's positioned in Austin because Austin's a much more centrally located city in Texas. It's within driving distance of Houston and San Antonio. While Meanwhile, Texas Motor Speedway is north of Fort Worth. It's an hour from downtown Dallas, and it's not really located near any major cities other than Dallas and Fort Worth.
2: That was I, good, Peter. I, I like I, that. I, good I, analysis I, I,
1: I love how – except I love how he says it's not really located – Near any other major cities aside from Dallas and Fort Worth, as if Dallas and Fort Worth aren't major cities. <laughs> well,
2: but his point was that it's more centrally located in the state. So it's kind of there's more immediately around and, it.
3: than. And Coda, if I remember correctly, is about 15 minutes outside of uh, downtown Austin. Yeah. And I think it's only two to three miles from I think I-45 that sounds about right uh, I I might have yeah, the I don't highway remember. number wrong yeah, I don't but I know so it's that. about uh, 2 to 3 miles from the interstate so yeah
4: I think it's uh, I believe it's also near the airport down there
2: Yeah sounds right It's going to be a that's going to be a really good race I'm very excited about the fact that we added Coda
1: Yes and again all three series Yes Trucks on another road course. I'm sorry. I'm excited. uh,
3: uh, And if I may interject right here. Yes. uh, For years, I've said that both trucks and Cup have needed more road courses. And the reason why I've always been an advocate for this. For years, K&N, now ARCA, East and West, had two road courses. Trucks only had one. Xfinity had four. Cup had two. Yeah. And if you're going up the ladder, you would expect it to increase each time. You would think. And now Cup has six.
2: Yeah. And, six. Uh, and, and on
3: top of that, there was a time in which the Modifieds had two road course races and trucks had zero. Lime <laughs> Rock
1: Park and Watkins,
2: Watkins Glen. Glen. I
1: remember those days.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sure I want five or six road courses in the truck series or the Xfinity Let's series not. for that matter. I think we have four there, if I remember correctly. Um, and that's good. Um, but I certainly the trucks needed at least one more, if not two. So,
1: Yes. All right, kids. So, there's Coda. <laughs> next, we go to Well, actually no. I'm not going to go to July 4th. Hold on that. We're going to go to the one that was already announced just because it's next chronologically. Nashville. I purposely butchered the southern oh. accent because <laughs> Nashville. And Seth wants to start. He raised his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let we're him talk. not in glasses. <laughs> uh, we are no, now. I, I have a point have on this classes one. Classes no, in
3: I, no I, I, I have a point on this one. I don't care what happens in Nashville. A, it's about time we're going back to Nashville. And yes. B, the trophy better be a guitar named the Sam Bass Memorial Trophy.
1: Seth wins.
2: Yeah, really. I love that. Last also, it was good analysis also, all the way around. Also, the let me part.
1: add my analysis before Tom talks. Low downforce. Yes, has that been announced? Steve O'Donnell said it on Twitter, and if Steve O says not, it, it's uh, true.
3: They announced that 23 of the 36 races will be low downforce, big motor. It was announced earlier today. The uh, packages for all the races
1: next year. So those are the I, 23. I, I'll, I'll allow me to small qu- watch. allow me to quote Ryan Vargas: Big motor, small blade. <laughs> that would be small. S M O L small. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now talk about Nashville, Tom. Sorry. I look, I agree with everything Seth
2: said. I think Nashville, I, I want I never wanted that track to be off the schedule. I have no idea why it went dormant for as long as it did, and I'm tickled to death to see it come back with no offense to any of the folks from Dover. That track is just not a track that I enjoy watching races at. I think Nashville gives us a little bit of variety, same family of ownership. Um, We'll still have a race at Dover for the folks in Delaware. But I think Nashville is going to put on
1: a good race. I hope we bring all three series there, too. I would hope, because Trucks and Xfinity put on great racing in Nashville in years past. Peter Strada.
4: Well, I have a close friend from School who is inviting me out to Nashville a couple of times over the past uh, six months or so. So I've actually gotten to see this track up close and personal. Well, as close as the fence allows me to get and it's a beautiful facility. Yeah, it's not super close to downtown Nashville, but it's still within relative driving distance and I think it'll be a great hit for the fans. I think it'll be great racing for whatever series they bring there, especially with the low down force package.
1: NASCAR wanted the Nashville market. Now they got it. But this bell goes to Steve O'Donnell because, and I'll reiterate, low down force <laughs> Dang it! I missed the bell. Can't Andy, even. <laughs> can't even hit the bell. There we go.
2: I thought I was having a bad night.
1: Look, uh, I guess we you, spun him out
2: there a little here's bit. Here's a clarification too for the for those in our audience. NASCAR officially, they, they really wanted to go to the fairgrounds track in Nashville, which is a short track. <laughs> and
1: the mayor said, yeah, no. Nah.
2: And the the fairgrounds is also putting in a bunch of soccer-related yeah. stuff. And the mayor of Nashville would not allow for the race to happen because there was a bunch of contention about, oh, it would interfere with the housing and the soccer and whatever. So the the I want it want, on the record that the city of Nashville resolve that issue by booking an IndyCar race to go right through downtown. Across
3: a bridge twice. Yes. Again, we'll, over we'll, a bridge.
2: we'll
1: get to that a little later, too. Yeah, cars so, driving over a body of water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the, uh,
3: that that reminds me of uh, that scene from Driven, uh, the car going... Did old. you
1: really <laughs> just bring that movie up on this show? Seth Eggert, don't make me throw so this belly Yeah, that's
2: what... <laughs> y- 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 we need the opposite of a bell for that one, stink bomb. Where, where,
1: where's my Family Feud buzzer? That's what yeah. that
2: deserves. By the way, the big to finish my point, the big track that NASCAR is going to, and to speak to Peter's point, um, it's it's actually in the Lebanon Murfreesboro area, which is about twenty minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes outside of downtown. Certainly close enough to go see the Grand Ole Opry and anything else Absolutely. you want to do. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Yeah, Nashville, good. Two thumbs up.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes. Thumbs up all day for That's Nashville good. with low downforce. More low downforce conversation coming later, which is going to get another ding. Steve O'Donnell, you're on a roll today. Actually, he's been on a roll Don't all week. Him too much. Huh. I know. All right. Anyway, we do have to take a break though, because yeah, yeah, we're right up against it. I didn't notice that. We're going to step aside. Motorsports madness will continue if Nikea lets us in a minute.
0: How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds.
1: Hi, this is Ty Ankrum, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. We're back. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercrew.edu, training for a better life. And before we dig into more scheduling, in case they need to reboot me and somebody wants to learn how to do that, we can talk about our friends at mycomputercrew.edu. Tom, because if you're looking for a second career or a first career or a change in career... Or just a career in general, they know how to help.
2: Yeah, um, and you know what? This is an industry that is just growing in leaps and bounds. I mean, I was I was looking at some of their materials actually yesterday morning, and and spending some time looking at what they're focusing on in terms of you know, IT covers a lot of different things. Cybersecurity is a part of it, um, but it's a lot of things, a lot of different functions with a computer, and um, The training that you get from my computer career can actually take you straight through the 2020s um, into the 2030s. And you're going to you're going to have a a very successful career. Um, It's it's really I don't want to say it's recession proof, but it's awfully close because everybody's going to need computers and computer technology and all of that. And it's only going to grow bigger and bigger as we go. So here's the deal. How do I go about looking into this? You ask, well, go to mycomputercareer.edu. They have a free career evaluation. And then... If you decide to go forward, you can do this in just one to two days a week of online training. You don't even have to go to one of their seven campuses across the U.S. Right now, um, they're really kind of enjoying everybody being able to do it online. Um, One to two days a week, and in as little as four months, four to six months, you can be ready to go to the workforce. Now, financial aid's available if you're eligible, including the GI Bill, to help you get started, and then when you're ready to go to the workforce they work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So it's it's the real deal. You don't have to be a computer nerd or a math and science nerd to be able to do this. Um, it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. It is training for a better life. If you make the decision to go forward, I promise you, you will not regret it. Um, I've talked to clients uh, that have that have gone through the training and, and uh, folks that are now in the workforce um, because of that training. And their website and social media are full of great testimonials, so go check them out. Uh, my Computer Career, we appreciate their support, especially because Jacob needs to be boogied at least twice a week.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm been trying twice to, this I'm, show, and we're not even halfway through it. I'm trying to do better, I promise. Anyhow, <laughs> this is Motorsports Madness. We know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just reiterating. And we're going to get back to talking about the NASCAR Cup Please. Series 2021 schedule now because we've been going in chronological order with all the new stuff. Uh, next big new thing is July 4th, and it is not indie. We'll get to that later. July 4th party, Independence Day weekend. Peter Strada, I'll start with you on the Strutmasters.com hotline first. Road America, or as Ben Kennedy said during the uh, post-schedule announcement press conference on Wednesday, Road Americana.
4: Did you purposely start with me because my birthday is July fourth?
1: <laughs> no, he didn't no, know that. I, I, I genuinely, I, I in all the time, the I, of, in that. all the time I've, in all the time I've known you, I never actually knew that. I so I, 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 him think him I'm no,
3: I think I'm the only one who knew that in here. It's
2: gonna be the first three show, three time well, reboot.
4: Well, anyway, July fourth, Road America should be an amazing show. I mean, Road America has put on excellent racing for eleven years in the Xfinity Series and traction of a Cup is young there really picked up over the last five or so years and i'm really really looking forward to it road america is a hidden gem of racetracks that i think every series should go to
1: mario andretti did once call it the most complete race course in the world
4: if mario andretti said that then it's 100 true i mean it's certainly high up there on the bucket list and with me having family in chicago it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to go there next
1: year. And Seth, Seth can attest to anything related to Mario Andretti after Monday because he got beat by him for about sixty laps at IRAcing. Yeah, it wasn't we will, one we of my won't best we'll save that for overtime. Why not? Um. Anyhow, Seth, I'll go to you next and save Tom for last. Road America.
3: It's about time, and I'm not trying to be uh, repetitive here, but it's a beautiful area there. I I mean, not only that, it's a natural road course. Again, which, yes, NASCAR needs more road courses, but I also find it interesting we have three natural road courses, or, well, yeah, I would actually say four natural road courses and two Rovals. And if I remember correctly, Steve O'Donnell also uh, teased, or Ben Kenny might have, uh, a street course in 2022 with the next-gen (laughs)
1: car. Oh. I'll, I'll save that for when it comes okay. up. <laughs> I, I was con- – I, I con- you jumped in so suddenly I oh. was confused. <laughs> well, he said something about street course, and I break
2: out in hives when we talk about NASCAR and a street course. <laughs> I didn't
1: realize you yeah. had an
2: allergy. I'm, I'm allergic to street courses because there's no <laughs> passing. They're just a complete waste of somebody's time.
1: Uh, all right anyway (laughs) talk about road america and don't break out over there no road america (laughs) i think to me of all the changes
2: that they made i'm most excited about this one and here's why number one it'll be the longest road course that nascar cup will compete on it's a little over four miles like 4.048 or something um number two plenty of passing opportunity number three um, as Seth said, it is a gorgeous area out there, um, and it puts them in a market that I think they need to be in, and Chicagoland's off the schedule, and I won't miss that that track, to be honest. We don't need more mile-and-a-halves. So we don't need the ones we got. Okay, so, I'm ugh, sorry, sorry. Not going to miss it. I think Road America brings a, a a a product, a a competitive racing product that Chicago Land bring, and it's in the it's in the market. Have so. you
1: watched a Chicago Land race
2: in the oh, last yes, ten years? Oh yes, many of them. I'm not. I'm not. It's the impressed. most
1: competitive mile and a half race on the
2: schedule. I'm yeah, sorry, but it's but it's still a mile and a half, and it, and when you say it's the most competitive, it doesn't have to work that hard because frankly, most of the other mile and a halves are just awful. And it's not the track's fault. It's the car's fault. But nonetheless, the product is terrible on speedways. So I'm glad, honestly, that we're getting rid of one. And I don't mind seeing one less date at Texas only because we're replacing it with CODA, which I think is going to be a fantastic event. And I think the road courses offer some parity, too, that that the, the Speedways don't offer.
1: So right. I
2: love this opportunity.
1: So... I will add to this, by the way, especially since Tom brought up Road America being four miles long. Dear NASCAR, we can pay out stage points at the times you want to pay out stage points. Don't throw the caution, especially at Road America. Because pacing at that racetrack makes me cringe. Do we do that in Xfinity? I didn't think we. Uh, we yes. Uh, oh, we do. We, we do. have stage See, cautions I, in Xfinity I, I at I Road just, America. I guess uh, I was, you know,
2: well,
3: it, at Road America, the stage cautions previously were okay. This year, with the alternative pitting that they had, in which the, you had the time pit stops and you could only do certain things each stop, that's what caused most of the issues. At least in my opinion, it was painful.
1: Yeah. But, but uh, Seth, Seth, keep in mind, when you're pacing around at 45 or 55 miles an hour for a four-mile road course, yeah. it's like a about a six-minute pace lap.
3: Well, I understand that. I understand that. But previously, the stages were only two caution laps at That's Road true. America. This year, they were five caution laps because uh-huh. of the alternative pitting. Uh-huh. So... Um- I do have a good point with this.
2: Yeah, and I think I agree with everything you're saying. I also think um, Dave Despain actually made a comment on his Twitter the other day that uh, thought that maybe now that NASCAR is doing all these more road courses, they can discover the meaning of local yellow.
3: Yes, road,
2: road America would be a good a yes. good place to, to, well, to for NASCAR Well, it,
3: if I remember correctly, uh, I think when they raced in Mexico and in uh, at circuit. Uh, Jewelville knew they had local yellows for some incidents.
1: I think so, yeah. All right, speaking of road courses, we're going to talk about another one because we've now reached the point where, dear NASCAR, you've killed a crown jewel, except you made it better because the Indy road course makes me smile. (laughs) And
3: and, and if I may, they haven't announced race lengths yet, so it could still technically be the Brickyard 400, albeit, albeit the... Brickyard 400K.
1: I know, and I'm expecting that's what it's going to be. The problem with that is, as several drivers have pointed out over the last 24 hours, there's a mystique. Regardless of quality of racing, there's a mystique about winning on the the Oval Mm -hmm. at Indianapolis. And I just don't feel—I just personally, to me, don't feel like it's quite going to be that same mystique. The first driver that wins on the road course as it was for the 27 years of winning on the oval at the most famous racetrack in the world. Anyway, that's my two cents. I still think it's going to be a better quality race because, oh, my gosh, that Xfinity race, if you missed it, what are you doing with your life? Because that, to me, that's race of the year candidate right there. Tom, Indy road course.
2: Yeah, I first of all, I love the fact that we're going back to August here um Thank instead God. of july because it's just too hot there july
1: in indy yeah. Yeah. um
2: but i see i love the change the road course for exactly what you just said frankly the the racing on the 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 on the oval at at indy which it really isn't even an oval it's almost like a, square. a rectangle um yeah i mean it's the racing there the quality of the racing has been just awful for the last eight ten years Um, again, a product of the cars, but also a product of the fact that it was not built for stock car racing, bringing it to the road course gives it again. This is a more neutral thing. Um, it opens it up to a lot of different potentials for winners. Uh, and one can only hope that the cup package puts on half the competition in, in racing that the Xfinity car does because if it does, this will be one of the best races of the year. Um, Instead of one of the worst. I mean, I know the Brickyard, it's indie, but the race was still bad.
1: Seth.
3: I'm very interested to see how it goes. I I would expect it to be a lot like the Xfinity Series race. I hope so. Um, That being said... I'm pretty sure Chase Elliott and Martin Truex Jr. are jumping up and down for joy at this point.
2: Oh, there's a few. Gosh, I mean, and the more we get... Michael know, McDowell? Well, yeah, the more you get the Justin Haley's and even Austin Dillon is a good road course racer. I mean, the more you get these these uh, kids that are really sharp road course racers, a Chase Briscoe, for example, if he goes up the Cup, you know, I mean, it's just going to be a, a, a good race. I think we could see Briscoe and Sindrick in Cup next year. So, again, it, that could be a really, really good race.
1: Peter Strada.
4: Uh, The affinity race on the Indy Road Course in year, Jacob, you said earlier, was race the year in my book. I mean, I was literally on my feet, I pacing agree. back and forth, watching those final 10 laps, the battle between Almendinger, Briscoe, and Sendrick. And I really hope and pray that the Cup Series puts on a battle half that great next year. But like you also alluded to, I'm really torn at running on the road course, but losing the race on the world's most famous racetrack because this racetrack provided 27 years of being the, arguably the second biggest race on the calendar, and just leaves it, kind of a sour taste in my mouth, gaining such an awesome track but losing such a historic track at the same time.
1: And I get what Peter... Tom just kind of had a funny look on his face. I get what Peter's saying. Second most important race when you consider... The racetrack that it's at, not necessarily second best race by any means, but second most. No, 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 not
4: second best, second most prestigious, second, second
1: uh, most desired place to win. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, of course. My solution
2: to that is, if you want to win an Indy Go, go race Indy cars. That's really my thing. I, I, I was I, going
1: to ask Jimmy Johnson about that. You know, well, well, yeah, exactly. He, he, Although he's he, uh, not. Uh, before we go to break, let me point out, by the way, that Ryan Marine from IndyCar Radio uh, may have interviewed Jimmy earlier today and, and because he was you out. have? Yeah. Well, it's on Twitter. Uh, and so he did. He did. Okay. And Jimmy keeps hinting about. The arrow screen making the Indy 500 desirable. (laughs) So my response to that is Jimmy's got four Brickyard 400s, but if he wants to keep winning on the oval, he got smart. He went to IndyCar. That's right. Anyway, with that, we're going to get ready to step aside. We'll have more conversation because there's one more thing I want to touch on on the cup schedule right after this. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by Edu training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert in the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Peter Strata on the Strutmasters.com hotline. And we're going to break down real quickly or get their thoughts on the second race dates on the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series schedule at <coughs> two very, very famous southeastern racetracks. Darlington Raceway gets its spring date back, and Atlanta Motor Speedway takes over the summer date that Kentucky Speedway had. Tom, do you like these? One thumb up and one
2: thumb way, way down. I love me a second race at Darlington. Darlington should have never not had a second race. It did for many, many years, and then it lost it, and then it now we were it's it's getting it back for next year. The racing there is always good. It's always a challenge for the drivers. I am totally excited to see a Darlington race on Mother's Day, which is still close enough for the NASCAR, you know, teams and everybody to still some, do some celebrating um with their moms. And and I am totally disappointed that we chose to eliminate Kentucky and go to Atlanta again, which it's, I love. The I love that Atlanta is close enough for all of us to drive to and have some fun at. The racing there is totally awful, um, and it it just needs to. I don't understand. We took again. We took a we took a track out out of the schedule that has put on great racing for the last couple of years to give it to Atlanta, which puts on terrible Cup Series racing.
1: Seth.
3: Well, I'm gonna contrast with that. Uh okay. first, first off it's allowed. isn't it ironic that Kentucky's losing race to Atlanta after Atlanta lost its one of its races <laughs> to Kentucky? Well, we made a good yes. decision, then uh, turned
2: around and made it bad.
3: Here's one of the reasons why. They're trying to maximize the use of the current Atlanta surface before it gets repaved.
1: Oh, and there's going to be there's uh, rumored to be a casino going. Well, on there. that's that why too. they're doing
2: it. That too, because they want more action for the casino.
1: Yes.
3: That I understand too. Fair enough. But,
2: I'm just saying, from a racing standpoint, you got per- ten seconds.
3: Personally, I've loved the way that track has raced, at least from an eye racing really? standpoint. Oh, well, for- hey. Seth's
1: the iRacing guy.
3: Uh, I'm and I- 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 racing I'm
1: going to cut him off right there because yeah. we do have to take a break. <laughs> we'll continue with the madness right after this. Don't go anywhere.
3: Here's an important message
7: from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad,
3: recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always
5: choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the madness. Here on well, wherever your favorite podcast is found, or you know, live on the Performance Motorsports Network, the Race chaser Radio homepage. I think that's about everything.
2: Those are our two live, and then, <laughs> like you said, wherever podcasts are found, and of course, and uh, syndicated. syndicated on, I was going to say yeah.
1: syndicated on Sirius XM and through the uh, American Forces Networks so through Sports and,
2: Byline. yeah through our sports byline family of affiliates. yes, Indeed.
1: I did not get to Peter Strata during our uh, last segment, so I will do that now. We have been talking about the NASCAR Cup Series 2021 schedule, and Tom and Seth got to talk about Darlington and Atlanta, and Peter did not. So, Peter, what say you on the second dates at Darlington and Hotlanta?
4: I love the second race in Darlington. It's one of my favorite tracks to go to, one of my favorite tracks to watch. I mean, both races there a couple of weeks ago were really entertaining, especially that Xfinity race, man. It was one of the best races of the year. But yes. Atlanta, I'm neutral on it. Atlanta gives good moments, but its actual good racing in the past couple of years has been more missed than hit. But uh, we'll see what happens to that track and that race in the future.
1: You know what's going to make that race good? It's if in they the cut ma- the track to a half mile. No, I meant 2021. It's going to be in the middle of July. It's going to be hot, slick, and hard to drive, and that should make it fun. Hopefully tires with lots of fall-off. Dear Goodyear, fall-off. Gumballs! Fall-off. Do it. Yes. Do it. Well, I mean, Atlanta is a cheese grater, so fall-off may not be an issue.
2: It's just, but it it just, the problem with the bigger tracks anymore is it, and this is not, people think I'm, you know, a curmudgeon, but the problem is that the cars have caught up to those tracks. So in other words, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, those mile and a half and two mile and two, whatever super speedways were, they were a test of will for the cars just to get through them. Now... Nobody breaks, nobody spins, you know, I mean, you don't have the, so what happens is everybody gets spread out and then it just, you have long green flag runs. It's not entertaining.
1: All right. So all that said, that's basically all the changes to the regular season for 21, which ends at Daytona in late August. All-star race. Hang on a minute. You're right. We do have to get to the all-star race, but we can't do it right now. It's going to be in the (laughs) next segment after this business. (laughs)
6: you want to meet me for pizza stop sign intersection clear yeah street pizza sounds good ball in street Girlin in street
8: <laughs> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once like texting and driving stop the text stop the wrecks how will you stop texting and driving tell us at stop brought to you by the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council
3: here's an important message from rad and this station
5: Hi, this is Chandler Smith
4: and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the Madness, Uh, and we're rolling on with tonight's show, talking about the cup schedule. We'll get to the IndyCar schedule in a couple of minutes, and other assorted news items as well. Tonight, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Peter Strata is on the Strutmasters.com hotline. And I said I got to everything in the regular season. Technically, I did. Technically, I didn't. based on the calendar only because, well, the NASCAR All-Star Race moving venues is not a points race. So I didn't necessarily classify it in the quote-unquote regular season, even though it lands in the middle of June. So, (laughs) Seth Eggert, if we we thought we were going to melt in the middle of July in Atlanta, we're really going to melt in the middle of June in Texas.
3: You do know the all-star race is going to be at night, right?
1: I'm aware of that, but that it's Texas it... in the middle of June. It's still going to be 95 gonna... degrees. Down so, well, from
2: 98 something... to 95. Well, <laughs> so...
1: well something,
3: something tells me that it will be worth it in the end.
2: Some... What, would, what would tell you that? Yeah. What, be specific what... for us. Because P- I, I want a reason to be excited about this. I have one, but I don't know if it's going to happen yet. I don't know
3: if it's going to happen yet either. My hope is that it is a test session of the next gen. Car. Yes,
2: that's the only reason that I would be excited about an all star race
3: in Texas. Now, mind you, it's also going to be Xfinity and trucks that same weekend
2: there.
1: Yes, Xfinity and truck have points races that weekend. Well, Cup yes, has but the all star. We're all-star focusing
2: race. on the all star. Correct. Yeah.
1: So I will, I, I, absent of a Gen Seven
2: test, which would be exciting because it's it's curiosity. There's, I'm not really that excited about the All Star Race in Texas, but of course I'll be excited about Xfinity and trucks. Whoop boop. So there, it, there's, there's something it, positive. I, I was, it, it. I just don't there's know why we're moving positive. the All Star Race to Texas. I, I don't understand what the thinking is. Uh, I, I think it was horse trading is what it was. If you let okay. us have a Coda date, we'll give you the all-star race to that, make up for your well, lack of a points Yes, point that,
1: that's, that's
2: exactly but, what it they, is. They bribed Eddie Gossage that, with the all-star race. Yes, that's, exact, that's exactly
1: what they did because Eddie Gossage refused to allow yeah. NASCAR to go to Coda unless he could have two weekends. Uh, uh, the only that, way that was happening is if he got the all-star I think race. I he got uh,
3: NASCAR's
2: first-round pick in next year's draft, what,
3: too. What, <laughs> what I was going to say is Eddie Gossage was like, I like money. Well, does the All Star Race pay a money. million
2: bucks? Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, ima- he, imagine he wants the banner.
3: Imagine the banners he's going to come up with for the All Star <laughs> Race. <laughs>
2: yeah, he, I mean, look, it will be a big show. He Eddie Gossage knows how to put on a show. I again, I just the All Star Race for me on a mile and a half just as it worked. And, of course, then we went to Bristol because, you know, I said that would be a great idea, and the Cup Series managed to make a terrible race on the short track well, for the All-Star Race, well, too, to, so I don't really know what well, to do there.
3: To be fair, the All-Star Open was a good race. It was, but the, the All-Star, All-Star Race is why we go,
2: right? And that was just awful. Uh, what,
3: so, but what I'm trying to say is they should have run it during the day. Yeah,
2: that probably would have been a little better. Yeah, yeah, we'll give them a bell for that.
1: All right. It's a ding. Well, let, let's also. I, I was also giving. Ding. I was also giving me a ding to get you guys to stop talking, so I could let Peter talk. <laughs> oh well, go ahead, Peter.
4: I mean, will anything truly be different at the All Star race from Texas versus Charlotte? I'm just expecting. Unless they have, show. unless they have the
1: next gen car, the answer is no. Exactly.
4: So I'm expecting basically a return to the same deal for the All Star race. Except we won't be able to
3: all go to it. Well, then also it would be a one-lane track instead of a multi-groove track because they still haven't worked in a second lane at Texas as of yet.
4: That too, yes. (sighs)
1: I have nothing good to say about the All-Stars going to Texas, so we're just going to move on. Sorry,
2: right, folks, but we give our honest opinion here that it's not always pleasant. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Eddie. Uh, don't kill me. I, 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 I know why. I, I get it. We wanted to keep Eddie happy. We're keeping Eddie happy. He gets to pay somebody a million bucks. But the fan in me has absolutely nothing good to say about this. No. It doesn't. So honestly,
2: I think the all-star race in general, frankly, is gonna has kind of worn itself out because there's never anything yes. fresh or new, and then and and never if you're going to do an all-star race, then you have, you know, they you, you have the best of the best, and now it's so open with so many different people in it that it's to me it doesn't feel like an all-star race. Anymore.
3: Well, to be fair, the all-star race did bring us the choose rule. It did bring us double foul restarts. <laughs> Hold <It> did, on. <laughs> I I mean, I could keep going with this. No, 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 no. See,
2: the the, the choose rule is another good reason to wish the all. eh. Now, double file restarts. eh. What else did it bring us? Night racing on on speedway. Ding. That get, that would get a ding if there you go. I don't have the bill. But that, stage see, racing. Stage racing gets a ding. I, I think they should just go ahead and use the Gen seven because frankly to me that's the excitement is let's test and see what the next car is gonna be like and have some fun. Because then it scrambles it completely. You you don't know who's gonna do what since it's a brand new car.
1: All right. So <laughs> Alright. The playoffs basically don't change there's one thing Seth can you name me the one thing that changes in next year's playoffs
3: they swap the dates of Texas and Kansas
1: and we ask ourselves does anybody even care well I mean (laughs) aside from Texas and Kansas (laughs)
2: yeah I mean I don't know that that's really a marketable point but
3: what that does what that does is it takes Texas out of the opening of hunting season
1: ah
3: okay there's logic here is that what think about it, that? Right? Yes. Oh. Because that will put more butts in the seats because at least they're logic. It's game, a wise right? choice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
2: mean, that's the, fair. You
1: valid want, point. Uh, not the best crowd you can um, get. Um, all right. Real quick. Let's go back around the table. Thumbs up or thumbs down that we left the playoffs alone when we basically blew up everything else? Peter.
4: Uh, Can I go some sideways?
1: Because I still love how the elimination <laughs> races fall. <laughs> You know what? Just because he wanted to do something different, he
2: gets a ding for that. Peter's practicing for his future political career and abstaining. Seth?
3: <laughs> well, if I can gather myself together here, yeah, uh, I would also abstain. And the reason why I'm abstaining <laughs> The reason why I'm abstaining is because, again, even though I am a advocate of blowing things up in the last year of the Gen 6 car, there's still one thing that we have to hold sacred, and that's the championship. So let's at least keep the playoffs normal this year and blow it up with the Gen 7 car. So you
2: said you're abstaining okay. and then gave it a thumbs up in your argument. So I'm going with he said thumbs up, <laughs> even though he... <laughs> And I'm legitimately agreeing with the thumbs-up for every reason he just said. Leave the playoffs alone. They aren't broke. Don't fix them. Okay.
1: I, I, I agree with you, Tom. <laughs> so you agree with me? I agree. Yeah. We both You don't get a vote. I agree with him. You yeah. you changed
2: halfway yeah, he, through. He said abstain and then turned around and argued toward um, thumbs-up. So we're giving them a thumbs-up, uh. and uh, we'll, we'll leave uh, Peter as uh, the – abstain and you know i don't want (laughs) to choose
1: yep (sighs) overall overall though on a grading on on an a to f grading scale for for lack of a better term we'll just have each of you give it a grade for the 2021 overall 2021 schedule where 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 do we sit on this tom i'll give it a b plus seth
3: I'm also gonna give it a B B+, but in comparison to previous years, I'd give it an A. Yes. But
2: that's yes. That's a different question. Peter.
4: <laughs> uh just to be different, I'll go A minus, but I wasn't gonna say B plus, but I'll give it a ninety point one. No. The oddly
1: specific there. I, meanwhile,
3: I'm the one here that works at a college. Yeah. Really? During the day. What are you
1: giving it, <laughs> to Jacob? I'm giving it a B. Because there's a track that may be dead that I think needs to be on it in 2021. And the fact that it's not and it may be dead really makes me mad. And that's Iowa. Because I'm pretty sure that Iowa not showing up on the Cup schedule basically means it's not going to show up on anything. It's off of IndyCar's schedule, which we'll get to in the next segment. And that probably means it's dead, which is bad. Because I love that place.
2: Every future track you build... It should look exactly like Iowa. Just put it somewhere besides in the middle of a giant cornfield.
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, NASCAR didn't build that one.
2: I'm, but NASCAR is <laughs> building most of them going forward, I would guess. So that's what I'm saying. Something Any new like track that. should be Iowa. All right, kids. Put it in a better market.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, yes, please. Because the racing there is amazing. Yes. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll come back, talk IndyCar schedule in a couple minutes. Be back.
5: Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444